Good morning. I am Ansmana Aliu, and I am going to take you along today on the lectures English Grammar and Composition in Practice. So, at first, we are going to start with the parts of a sentence. In our lectures today, we are going to know what is what a sentence is, what are its components and types. So at first, we are coming to know what a sentence is. When we say a sentence, a sentence is a group of words expressing a complete thought. Again, a sentence is a group of words expressing a complete thought. For example, the highest scores in the scholarship test were made by English majors. That is an example of a complete sen sentence, which makes a complete thought. The highest scores in the scholarship test were made by English majors. So now, I am going to take you a bit ahead of English sentences. A, the sentence has a subject, predicate, and complement. Since your element is school days, you have been studying sentences and the names of their various parts. Such terms are subject, predicate, complement, and uh, standard terms used everywhere in textbooks and in classes in English, as well as foreign languages. In this chapter, you will review these terms. We are also going to take a diagnostic test on subjects, predicates, and complements. So, at first, we are going to look at the parts of a sentence. What are the parts of a sentence? Okay, just like what I have just said, I said the, sub the sentence is divided into three main parts. We have the subjects. We have predicates and we have complements. Then we are going to know how can we develop or how can we identify a sentence according to their types. At first, before we come to to explain more about the part of a sentence, let us first know how to identify a sentence. We have one. We have sentences may be classified according to their purpose. What do we mean by this? They are, these are the four purposes that sentences may have. One, to make a statement. Two, to ask a question. Three, to command or request. Four, to exclaim. These are the sentences according to their purposes meaning we have four types of sentence according to their purposes one to make a statement two 
to ask a question. Three, to command or request. Then four, to exclaim. We take the first one. To make a statement, we take it to be a declarative sentence. A declarative sentence is a sentence which makes a statement. Example, chemistry has created many new positions for young college graduates. That is a statement. Then we go to the second one, to ask a question. Sentence that asks a question is referred to as interrogative sentence. And interrogative sentence is a sentence which asks a question. Example, we won the prize. Sorry, who won the prize for the public speaking? Who won the prize for the public speaking? This one is followed by a question mark, which makes it to be a question. So any sentence that asks a question is referred to as interrogative sentence. Another example for interrogative sentence. How far have you gone with your assignment? How far have you gone with your assignment? It is followed by full stop. And so a question mark. We take the, the third one, which is to command or request. The question the state the sentence that 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 makes a command or request it refers to as imperative sentence. An imperative sentence is a sentence which gives a command or makes a request. Example. Report to the dean of your boys at 10 o'clock. Full stop. Example 2. Please sign your name in the visitor's book. The first one is making a command. Report to the dean of the boys at 10 o'clock. You can see the intonation. Then the second one is making a request. Please sign your name in the visitor's book. So any sentence that, that gives a command or makes a request is an imperative sentence. We go to the fourth one. An exclamatory sentence. The one that, exc that exclaim is an exclamatory sentence. That is, it gives a sudden feeling, emotion of oneself. So, an exclamatory sentence is a sentence which expresses strong feeling. We say an, an explanatory sentence is a sentence which expresses strong feeling. An example of this is, what an exciting game that was. All these sentences must be followed by exclamatory mark. I love you. Oh, that is so awesome. These are examples of exclamatory sentence. One advantage of the spoken word over the printed word is that by inflecting and emphasizing, we can 
convey different meaning with the same words with the same words let's consider some of these examples what i mean by here we can uh, we can able to identify these sentences according to the purposes based on the tonation right that is the inflection and emphasis of our tonation that is our voice like for example he is the best student in the class just a statement right you can see the tonation he is the best student in the class a declarative sentence similarly to this he is the best student in the class this one is asking a question he's the best student in the class interrogative you are not sure this kind of interrogative here you're not really sure of what is going on right that's why he said he's he's the best student in the class is asking question okay we also take another one he's the best student in the class exclamatory you can imagine the enthusiasm in the speaker's voice he's the best student in the class this one is an example of exclamatory sentence so your tonation the rise and fall of your voice will tell or will speak out what kind of sentence you are displaying without the inflection of the of a speaker's voice the different meanings of this sentence are communicated by punctuation if it is not a spoken word if the sentence is not a spoken word then if you are writing them you should make sure that you punctuate them according to the, the punctuation that should follow each sentence like for example if you are writing he is the best student in the class the clarity sentence make sure it is followed by full stop he is the best student in the class asking a question interrogative sentence make sure it is followed by question mark he is the best student in the class exclamatory giving the feeling right you make sure that it is followed by exclamation mark then we now come to subjects and predicates subjects and predicates so at first we've known we've known the the four types of sentence according to purpose we have other types of sentence according to the according to their function right we first listed the types of sentence according to purpose right so with this you can able to identify the types of sentence according to purpose we have sentence according to their functions right but we'll come to that later in our forthcoming lectures so we take because our, our target here is the part of a sentence and we said the sentence is divided any sentence is divided into three main parts the subject predicate and complement so now we, we first take a look at the subject and predicate a sentence consists of two parts the subject and predicate the subject is that part about which something is being said the subject is that part about which something is being said the predicate is that part which says something about the subject the predicate is that part which says something about the subject what do we mean here the subject simply refers to the one to whom 
the, the whole sentence is roaming about. The whole idea in the sentence is talking about. Or simply, the subject refers to the main action doer of the, in, in that particular sentence. Okay? Then the predicate is the part of a sentence which tells something about the subject, meaning what the subject does or what is it really talking about. Okay? Now we take an example of a sentence where we have the subject and a predicate. Example 1. Millions of adults are continuing their education. Millions of adults are continuing their education. Millions of adults is the subject. Are continuing their education is the predicate. Millions of, ad ad of adults is the subject. Are continuing their education is the predicate. Now, this, from this sentence here, we've come to note that the subject always contains either a noun or a pronoun. Right? The subject most often contains either a noun or a pronoun. Now, the predicate contains the verb. The predicate contains the verb. That is, that verb, be it any type of verb, will tell you what that noun or pronoun is talking about. Millions of adults, right? This one is a noun. Are continuing their education is a verb. This whole sentence, are continuing their education, are continuing is a verb. Adults, noun. So, predicate is that part of a sentence that, that, that really tells us the whole sentence is roaming about. Hearing, predicate tells what the speaker or what the subject is talking about. Right? Another example. Into the valley of death road, the 600 and sorry, into the valley of death road, the 600. Now here, into the valley of death road is a predicate because it has a verb in the value of subjects uh, of that road the road is a verb the 600 600 is a noun right 600 is a pronoun sorry it's a pronoun so here we have come to know that a subject is that part of a sentence of which something is being said about then the predicate is that part of a sentence which says something about the subject. Okay? But we have types of predicates. We have simple predicates or verb. The principal word or group of words in the predicate is called the simple predicates or more commonly the verb. Again, the principal word or group of words in the predicate is called the simple predicates or more commonly the verb in the two sentences that i just mentioned the simple predicates verbs are continuing and road right those are the simple verb in the first sentence i said millions of adults are continuing their education so our continuing is the verb the common verb or simple predicates then the second sentence into the valley of death road the 600. Now, that road in the second sentence is a simple 
predicates or verb. Right? Now come to the subjects. We have simple subjects. The simple subject of is a word or combination of words naming the person, place, thing, or idea about which something is being said. We said simple subjects. This simply the simple sorry, the simple subject is a word or combination of words naming the person, place, thing, or idea about which something is being said. Example, the award of Oscars for excellence in the arts is now a common practice. In this sentence, the subject there is the award of Oscars for excellence in the arts. Simple subject is the award. Right? Award. That one is not, it's not a, a verb. It is a noun. Right? Good. Then we have another example. Take another example. The democratic tradition in, in America has been an inspiration to many lands. The democratic tradition in America has been an inspiration to many lands. In this sentence, the democratic tradition in America, simple subject tradition. This the, the subject in this particular sentence here is tradition. Throughout this lecture, throughout this lecture today, the term subject refers to simple subject, the term verb refers to simple predicates. Okay, the term subject refers to simple subjects, while the term verb refers to simple predicates. So we take the next one. Compound subjects and compound verbs. A compound subject is a subject which consists of two or more connected words. The usual connection connecting words are and and or. I repeat. A compound subject is a subject which consists of two or more connected words. The usual connecting words are and, and, or. That is A-N-D and O-R. We mostly use this word to connect sentences or to make compound words. Example, mass production and a higher standard of living are characteristics of American life. Mass production is one one sentence and a higher standard is another sentence right so it is being connected by and mass production and a higher standard of living are characteristics of american life we go to we take the, the second one rain or snow always seems to spoil the thanksgiving day game rain or snow always seems to spoil the thanksgiving day game now rain is is one old sentence snow always seems to spoil the thanksgiving day is another sentence so it is being joined by all rain or snow always seems to spoil the thanksgiving day game beauty and truth has frequently been considered closely related 
right? So the beauty and truth is be joined by and a n d. We also take another look at a compound verb. A compound verb, right? A compound verb is a verb which consists of two or more connected verbs or verb phrases. Example: The team fought hard and won the pennant. The team fought hard and won the pennant. That simply means the prize. Another example: The boys had been running hard and were out of breath. The boys had been running hard and were out of breath. How to find the subjects of a sentence? We come to the, the normal part of it now. How to find a, the subjects of a sentence? Normally, we expect to find the subjects at the beginning of the sentence and the verb following the subject. However, this may not necessarily be so. A simple subject in, in this lecture, we, I, am, I am going to tell you some of the techniques that are involved in identifying the subject or how to find a subject in a particular sentence. Because most, most of the time, we just take subjects to be in the, in the beginning of any sentence. However, this may not necessarily be so. A simple way to identify the subject follows. 1. First find the verb. That is a simple predicate. When you're reading the, the sentence, you need first to find the verb. Another technique is, that is the second one, then ask yourself the question, who or what? All, all subjects answer to this question, who or what? As earlier on, I told you that, is a, a subject might either be the a noun or a pronoun so if it is a noun who if it is if it is something as we find a pronoun we can take it to be what what for example around and around with incalculable speed the tiny elections while in each atom the verb is wild What's wise? The answer is electrons, which is the subject of the sentence. This, produce, this procedure will aid you in selecting the subjects from the most complicated involved sentences. There are several additional ways to help you locate the subjects in certain special cases. Like for example, in separative sentence, the subject is always you, even though the word you may not appear in the sentence. Example, you came here this minute. You, you is expressed. You take you, take this letter to principal. The you is understood. Take this letter to the principal. You can't see the you, right? But the first sentence, you came here with minutes, with this minutes. The you is well expressed and you can see. But this other sentence, take this letter to the principal. You cannot see the you, but you, you, you can see that it is referring to your very self. Right? Another example, please write your composition more carefully. Meaning that one is referring to you. The you is well understood. Okay? We take another example. The subject of a sentence is never in 
a prepositional phrase. The subject of a sentence is never in a prepositional phrase. Example, millions of American veterans receive various kinds of benefits. Verb. Verb in sentence is receive. Who receive? Millions. Millions is the subject. Veterans is not the subject. It is in the phrase of American veterans. Nine, another example. Neither of the playwrights has ever written tragedies. The verb is has written. Who has written? Neither. Neither is the subject. Playwright is not the subject. It is in the phrase of the playwright. Okay? So we've come to know that the subject of a sentence is never in a prepositional phrase. Number three. To find the subject in, in a question, invert the question into statement form. So find the subject in a question, invert, I-N-V-E-R-T, invert the question into statement form. Question, example question. At what time does the play begin? At what time does the play begin? Now I'm going to invert this sentence. Now I do it this way. The inverted sentence now is the play does begin at what time? The play does begin at what time? So from here, you have inverted this particular question. Right? So now the verb does begins. Does begins. Subject. Play. So the verb in this sentence is does begin. Then the subject here is play. Okay? Then number four. The word there or here is never the subject of a sentence. The word there, T-H-E-R-E, there, or here, H-E-R-E, here, is never the subject of a sentence, except for otherwise. Examples, there is the famous restaurant. There is the famous restaurant, sorry. There is the famous restaurant. Verb, the verb in this sentence is is. The subject, restaurant. You can, so you can't take there to be a subject. Okay? In this sentence, the word there is an adverb in indicating location. You got it? So you can't take it to be a subject. There was a great celebration after the victory. The verb in this sentence is was. The subject is celebration. The word there in this sentence is used as an expletive. It indicates the subject will it indicates that a subject will follow the verb. Sometimes the word it may it may also be used in an impletive. In such a sentence as it is danger dangerous to drive widely. Okay, so so far we we've done with the subject and predicate. That is both the compound subject and predicates of a sentence. Okay, 
So here, I want you to take your pen and paper, take down this exercise, and do it for me. Exercise one. Number number on your paper from one to twenty. Write after the proper number, the subject and verb of each sentence. While you are to copy only the simple subject and verb. Be certain to include all parts of compound forms and all words in a verb phrase. Now number one. Exercise one. Saleh was drowned in a storm while stealing off the coast of Freetown. Saleh was drowned in a storm while sailing off the coast of Freetown. Two. Do you know the previous Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, the rain is disturbing. Do you know the provisions of the Eastern Holy Dance? Do you know the provisions of the Eastern Holy Dance? Three. Deposit all rubbish in the proper containers. Deposit all rubbish in the proper container. Four. The novel is a very popular form of literature. The novel is a very popular form of literature. Five. Ansu and Hemo we are symbols of friendship in the University of Advanced Management and Technology. Ansu and Hemo, we are the symbols of friendship in the University of Advanced Management and Technology, Unitech. That ends your classwork. Thank you very much. I am your lecturer today and my name is Ansumana Aliyu. Love you all.